Hello, everybody, and welcome into the review of today, Why Nations Fail by Deron Esmoglu. And today we are looking at the review of the chapter 4. Let me do a quick recap of what we did yesterday. Yesterday we considered the chapter 3 of this book, and we looked at the making of prosperity and poverty. And we centered on the engines of prosperity. We made us to know that nations succeed depending on how they they fare or how they succeed, how they thrive in these three areas. The first one, we looked at inclusive economic institutions. Number two, we looked at technology. And the third one, we looked at education. And any nation that must succeed, any nation that must fare, must be a nation that takes a holistic approach towards these three aspects. Those were the points we considered. And we also applied it to ourselves that any individual also that will succeed, whether in business, in career, in any aspect of life, must also be an individual that embraces these three aspects. These three aspects. Today we are looking at the chapter four of the book. And the topic we are considering is small differences and critical junctures, the weight of history. Small differences and critical junctures, the weight of history. We're looking at about three points or three revolutions that happened in history and that caused it turn around even for some nations whether for good or for bad number one is the glorious revolution the glorious revolution this limited the power of the king and the executive and relocated to parliaments the power to determine economic institution you know there was a time known as the monarchical reign or monarchical time where the kings were the ones in charge and at this time, they were talking about slaves were used. Slaves were used to you know, till the ground, to work even for the mighty, for the wealthy. But at that point, they had to work. They revolted. There was a revolution. And they demanded for more rights. And because of their revolution, their, the rights were, their rights were given to them. At the same time, it opened up the political system to a broad cross-section of society who were able to exert considerable influence over the way the state functioned. And we are saying that this created the world's first set of inclusive political institutions. So this was the first revolution that happened and caused great turnaround even in some nations. The second one is what is known as an industrial revolution. And what, what happened at this point was that it created a great competition even for the people at that time. There was a revolution, revolution in education, technological development, and many things were invented, innovations, inventions that took place. And it relied, this, this revolution, it relied on education and skills, for it was the relatively high levels of education at that point in time that led toward the change of nations. England led the way. Revolution started, started in England. And from there, it spread to even some other parts of the world. And in this time, many nations they developed, many competition, you know, took place. There was high competition even at that time. Technological advancements, innovation taking place, and this caused a turnaround even in, in, in nations. But Africa was behind. Africa was a part of the world with institutions least able to take advantage of the opportunity made available by the Industrial Revolution. Africa. Now you look at why is Africa where, where it is today? Because we did not embrace the change that many nations embraced many years ago. 
And that is why we are where we are today. And if we must move forward, we must embrace the three key strategic engines of world of development, education, technology, and inclusive economic institutions. Africa has lagged behind the rest of the world in terms of technology, political development, and prosperity. Africa shares the trajectory of lack of state centralization with countries such as Afghanistan, Haiti, and Nepal which have also failed to impose order on their territories and create anything resembling stability to achieve even a modicum of economic progress. Africa is backwards today. Many nations are backward because we did not embrace the industrial revolution that happened many years ago, that caused it great turnaround, that caused some nations even to auto-boost, that boosted education, boosted te technology, and embraced industry even at that time. And that is why many nations in Africa are still backward even today. The Industrial Revolution has still not spread to Africa because that continent, our continent, Africa, has experienced a long, vicious circle of the persistence and recreation of extractive political and economic institutions, with the exception of Botswana. Now, the point we are trying to make is that in as much as many nations in Africa still do not want embrace this trend, embrace the trend of our time, embrace technology, embrace education, you know, in as much as they do not embrace it, in as much as they do not take that, that, that step, that decisive step to move the, the continent forward, to move their nations forward, Africa will still be where she is even today. Give it five years, ten years, the change will still not be there. That is the point we are talking about. Now, another point that marked the revolution is what independence, that marked the change, critical junction, is what is known as independence. We know that many nations, they were colonized by Britain, by Spain, by Portugal, and some other states like that. They were, and some other countries, that they, were, they were colonized. Now, we begin to look at as our independence, the independence of some nations, is it for good or for bad? Some independent independence that have created an opening for unscrupulous leaders to take over and intensify the extraction that European colonialists presided over. Now, independence that we are enjoying today, we are happy, we are celebrating that, yes, oh, we have obtained our freedom. Now, you begin to ask yourself, would, we have been, would it have been better for us if we were still under colonial masters? Or is it better for us now that we are free? What level of change has happened right from the time we get independence even till now? That still shows us that many things are still wrong, even for nations that are not prosperous, for nations that are not moving forward. There are some things that they still need to put on ground. Okay, let's conclude by personalizing it. For every life, there are some critical juncture in that life, some juncture that will determine whether that life will move forward or move backward. There are some decisions that you take there are some points in your life that are very critical that any mistake you make at those points will affect you whether positively or negatively those are the points that we are talking about and number one juncture is relationship there are some relationship you're engaging that will be for your good there are some relationship that will be for bad there are some friends that will move your life forward there are some friends that will destroy your life there are some networks that will build you up while there are some networks that will pull you down so that is one junction in your life. The second one is career junction. There are some junctions in your life in career that will be for your good. There are some careers you engage in that you, 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 you identify with that will destroy your life. Where some will be for good, will build up your dreams, you 
build up your life. Business auction. There are some business you're engaging that what that will be for your good. That will build you up, give you wealth. That will build you up. We have some some businesses we drain you, we destroy you. So. One thing that is very important as we conclude is that before, when you get to any junction in your life, critical junction that is, that is very determinant in your life, you need to take some time to meditate, take some time to reflect. You don't just, you know, jump into those things, just take decisions because your life does not remain the same after every decision. Your life does not remain the same after every decision. For every junction in your life, before you take that decision, you need to look deeply. And as you look deeply, as you think, as you take your time, as you meditate, you'll be guided directly even to taking the right decision. We stop at this point today. Tomorrow will be another day. Thank you very much. See you tomorrow.